This Christmas season, Advent, and leading into Christmas, we've been un unwrapping Christmas, um, our, our theme for this year. And we've been doing that now for one Sunday, and now this Sunday is second Sunday. And we're kind of unwrapping the normal kind of four gifts of Christmas that a lot of churches, a lot of litanies uh, will present to us these things of hope, joy, peace, love, and Lord willing, on Christmas Day, uh, unwrapping the greatest gift of all. Jesus Christ. Uh, last week we, we unwrapped hope, and, and you know, we talked about hopeless eyes, right? So many people, some here, uh, who aren't necessarily entering the Advent and, and Christmas season with a whole lot of hope in their lives because they've been beaten down. And we talked together about the hopeless eyes that exist and how our only hope can be found in Jesus Christ. <clears throat> this week, we're going to be unwrapping in this season of joy this, this gift called joy. My day usually begins around 5, 5.30. I don't set the alarm clock. I think it, maybe this is what happens as you age. You just start waking up earlier in the morning and earlier in the morning. So I used to begin my day watching uh, uh, Good Morning America. And I'd like to believe that one of these times that I watch it, that it will actually be good news on Good Morning America. Uh, and I don't know how these agencies would exist if there wasn't any bad news in the world. So I do not recommend that you start your day listening to a whole lot of bad news. But I watch, first of all, Good Morning America. There's some good news, things that you might find joy in, things that you might find excitement in, and you say, oh, wonderful, isn't it great? Good news. But other times, and, and there's usually more of this than the other, it's this, this thing called bad news. And um, it just doesn't go away, does it? I, I get kind of tired of hearing of all the shootings and the violence in Chicago. It just seems to get greater and greater, at least in the seven or so years I've been here. This, there seems to be more and more every day. A lot of bad news that brings a lot of sorrow. It brings a lot of pain. It brings a lot of misery. And, um, well, I, I thought then if I'll change the channel, let's say I'll, I'll go to, to the Today Show and find better news. Ditto, right? Uh, same thing, same old, same old. Uh, as we enter this Advent season, I want to ask you this morning, at least for you personally, how you doing? You know, we hear all these songs, at least I've now, of course, been hearing these songs of have yourself a merry little Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, right? You can go on and on and on. We have a lot of secular and we have a lot of Christian songs that talk about joy and happiness. And that if you're not having a very merry little Christmas, there's something wrong with you. Just for fun in the last month, I've been saying to people, because what do people say when you walk into a store or walk in, into the or walking into church? They'll often ask something like what? What's the first question most people will say or ask? How are you and we all usually universally say no matter what we're feeling we say we are fine well i took a little test in the last month as i went into restaurants as i went into to convenience stores wherever i went whenever somebody asked me how you doing today my response has been i'm kind of crabby and i'm kind of upset and then they kind of stop and look at me and like what 
right? But we need to kind of cover up if we're not doing that well. So then I try to get the response, and then I'll tell them before I leave. Well, this is why I'm saying this, because a lot of us don't often really say how we're really doing, especially during this Christmas season. We might say fine, but it seems to be everything but fine. So what I want to do this morning as we look at some scripture passages, and I hate to mention the word booster shots, we're not talking about COVID, okay? about a booster shot of something called joy. Something called joy, something that if you get a booster shot from the right person at the right time, some of the sorrow, some of the pain, some of the, oh, I'm not doing kind of crabby and cranky this morning, it doesn't mean that you won't be, but even then while you're having a difficult time, you can somehow by the grace of God still have joy in the midst of your sorrow. And some of us don't necessarily quite get that yet. And and, and myself at times. So let's talk about a few moments by looking at a few passages of Scripture. How you can have joy even when you're in a time of sorrow. And um, what this is all about is good news. So let's listen to some of this good news this morning. Good news of great joy. Uh, first we're going to turn to Luke chapter 2 verses 10 and 11. Now of course this is the, the story the, the, of, of Jesus Christ the Messiah, the Savior of the world, is born. Um, the angels appear to the shepherds and they say, but the angels said to them, these shepherds, don't be afraid. I bring you good tidings of great joy that will cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior is born. To you, he is the Messiah, Christ the Lord. Good news of great joy for all people. And you know what that means? Who does all people include? It also includes you, and it includes me. Good news of great joy. The long-awaited Messiah, Jesus Christ. The Messiah that people have been waiting for, the Jews especially, for hundreds of years. Good news, great joy. The Messiah is born. The Savior, the Redeemer, the Deliverer. And what they begin to point to, and as we'll find as we go through this message, as you read through the scriptures, you'll find that why this was such good news is because Jesus, just in case you're looking for joy, Jesus is the only true source of joy. Now, I'm going to say joy and, and, and happiness kind of side by side. Some people want to take happiness and say, well, you don't get... You can't be happy all the time in your circumstances, which is true if you want to say that. That's one way to say it. But you can be joyful all the time. Happiness is based on circumstances. Joy, ultimate joy is based on the person of Jesus Christ. Uh, so just remember that as we go forward. Good news. The, the, Jesus Christ, this great salvation has come. A Savior is born, and, and the Savior Jesus Christ is the one who is, who is able to free you from sorrow, to free you from whatever misery you have, Jesus as the Savior is the only one who can help you have a very, very happy little Christmas. Think of this, one of these great hymns we sing, joy to the world, the Lord is come, and we repeat the sounding joy. Sometimes someone might say to you, especially to those of us who are going through a difficult time right now, what an opportunity you have to witness. Someone might say to you, well, you know, you just lost a loved one. You just lost your business. 
your, your bank account is empty, and yet you, you appear so joyful. How can you be that way? And our witness, of course, as Christians, for those who have it, is my joy is not based on my circumstances. My joy is based on a person of Jesus Christ. And I find my joy in being in relationship with him. And if I didn't have that relationship, I would not be having the joy that I'm having right now, even while I'm in a bad place. Jesus Christ, the source of our joy. That song, Joy to the World, also has a stanza, one of the older stanzas that says, No more let sin and sorrow grow. Well, this joy's not going to take away your sorrow. You've got to go through a time of sorrow every day that God has planned for you in that. But the joy remains the same from beginning to end. Good news of great joy. The good news of great joy gets even better. I'm just going to see how this unfolds. It gets even better, not just that a Savior is born, but listen to what Peter writes in 1 Peter 1, verses 8 and 9. He says, though you have not seen him, now speaking of Jesus Christ, this child born in a manger, though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him, and now know, you are filled with inexpressible and glorious joy, for you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Okay, this exceedingly great joy found in the person of Jesus Christ. He now says, Peter, now notice this is written in a time when Christians are under deep persecution. Okay, understand this. He says, listen, this joy can be yours in the midst of sorrow. It can be yours. This is good news for all people. This is God's amazing grace. In case you don't have this joy, if you're listening in online or here this morning and you're saying, boy, I'd like to have that, that booster shot of joy. In case you don't have it, you've come to the right place because you're going to find out where that joy can be found in the person of Jesus Christ. And once you hear that, this is a matter of coming to him and he says, I can give you this joy. I can give you this joy. He talks about this inexpressible joy, uh, this glorious joy. A song, I think we're going to sing that later. Kyle, are you still here? Oh, there you go. We're going to sing this unspeakable joy later. Listen to those words as we sing. It's inexpressible joy, glorious joy. It's unspeakable joy when we go through a time of sorrow and difficulty. Sometimes we cannot find the words to express to the person we'd like to comfort. It's the same way with the joy that we have in Jesus Christ. You try to express it to someone, you say, well... It's so hard to express, Peter says. It's kind of, I can't find the words to say what it's like to have this kind of joy in this sorry, sin-filled, messed-up world. But people see it. They'll see it in you, and they're eventually going to ask you, I want some of that. What doctor did you go to to get a booster shot of that joy? Because I want that. What an open door. God gives any one of us, especially when you're going through a time of difficulty, what an opportunity you have to say, you know what, I'm going through a rough patch in my life. I've been hit hard and it's deep. But I have the joy that Jesus Christ has given me. He offered it to me a long time ago and I took hold of it. And I can remain joyful even in the worst of circumstances. <clears throat> Psalm 16, verse 11 says, you make known to me the path of life. You fill me you will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures 
at your right hand. Notice that scripture is not saying that Jesus is your joy, although we could argue that. What it's saying is Jesus is the person who is able to fill you with that joy. He's the source of joy. Who takes care of the filling part? Somebody want to take a shot in the dark? Fruit of the Spirit is love, joy. Once you come to Christ and receive him as your Lord and Savior, who is the source of your joy, then, and not until then, will Jesus fill you with the Holy Spirit. And once he fills you with the Holy Spirit, all of a sudden, this is what he fills you with. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. He fills you with joy. The source of joy sends the Holy Spirit, second person of the Trinity, to fill you with the joy that you're looking for. And maybe, maybe this morning, you say, Pastor Jim, I don't have to get up and watch the news to hear bad news. I've got it in my life. That's not a good time. In fact, I can't wait. I'm so tired of people saying, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, because they've been anything but happy for you. Are you waking up every morning this Advent season as we approach Christmas? Is that where you're at? And, uh, boy, your joy has just been zapped because of what's been brought into your life. And maybe you're just reaching out for that booster shot of joy, and you're having a difficult time finding it. To that I would say this morning, what are you waiting for? You know where this joy is found. If not, you know now. In fact, you've got to stop looking for it in relationships you have. You've got to stop looking for it in success if God's granted you success. You've got to stop looking for it in money and other things that this world has to offer. You are not going to find this ultimate joy in anything of this world. Ask the richest man in the world, and he will tell you. How many people will tell you that on their deathbed they were still lacking that joy? need to hear this morning that Jesus is able to fill us with a joy that will fill us in such a way that we will lack nothing because we find our joy in him through the Holy Spirit. It's really an invitation to come to Christ. That's where the booster shot, you touch base, is Christ fills you with the Holy Spirit. He gives you that booster shot of joy. I just recalled a couple songs. I don't know where I, some of them we sang in the church I grew up in. Another one I must have heard Years ago, but it kind of hits the point. One of them is, how many of you know these words? The joy I can't explain, it fills my heart since the Lord came into my life. That song is just someplace, right? It's, I didn't dream that up. A joy I can't explain, it, it fills my heart since the Lord came into my life. And maybe a more familiar one to those of us with a, uh, my kind of background in the Christian Uniformed Church. Oh, Jesus, joy of loving hearts, we come unfilled to you again. You see, this isn't just a one-time filling. When you go through difficult times, when you face a difficult path, when you think there's, there's no tomorrow, you got to go back. I, I get a flu shot every year. Why? I'm protecting myself. I, I can't do a one-time shot that's going to take care of me for life for the flu. You, you, you can't just do a one-time shot of joy from Jesus and walk away and say, I'm good for life. No, because you're going to face difficult times. And you go back to him again, back to him again, and back to him again. I've shared with some of you the one thing I pray often is because I hear of horror stories in the Bible, I will often pray, Lord, do not take your spirit away 
from me. Because I find in the scriptures, whatever spirit was taken away from them, their life did not end up well. Lord, even in my sinful self, do not take your spirit from me. And Lord, would your spirit fill me with all these Christian graces that Jesus offers through the Holy Spirit. And one of them is this whole idea of being filled with joy. You come to Christ. He's got a booster shot in hand, a booster shot of joy ready to pass on to you. That's where you find it. That's where you get it. And then finally this morning, good news of great joy. It gets even better yet. John 16, verse 22. Jesus, the context of this is, uh, Jesus is beginning to say goodbye to his 11 friends, his disciples. And he's been trying to tell them, i got to leave the world. I, I'm going to die. I'm the savior of the world. I, I'm trying to get you to understand this. There's nothing you can do to stop it. And you wouldn't want to stop it because this is God's plan for salvation. I will be leaving. And in three days I will rise again. And while, you know what, knowing that, you're going to grieve. Well, there's going to be a time of grieving and sorrow. But he says, listen. So with you, now is your time of grief. But I will see you again, and you will rejoice. Underline these words if you have your Bible. And no one will take away your joy. No one will take away your joy. Never. Once you get this booster shot of joy, even though you, you need that booster shot time and again in your life, no one can ever take away from it. You say, Pastor Jim, that sounds like one of those things that's too good to be true. And it is, but it is true. Once you come to Christ and the Holy Spirit he sends fills you with joy, nothing or no one can take away your joy. Yes, you're going to experience difficult days. Often I'll meet someone and they'll say, yeah, it's my turn. Boy, it's been a good 20 or 30 years but it's caught up with me and I knew my turn would come and I'm just going through a difficult time of sorrow in fact just let me just say it my life is miserable right now it's miserable you got to watch out for those joy busters one author called them things that come into your life that can tear your joy to pieces it's it's Satan trying to destroy your joy. He's going to tell you, you shouldn't be so happy. Oh, if God loved you so much, he wouldn't allow this to happen. You shouldn't have that. That's joy? There will be joy busters. They could be stuff with health, with money, with your job, with just relationships that are broken. You go through a divorce. You have broken relationships. There are going to be stuff that comes into your life that will seek to, to bust up your joy. Joy busters. They will happen. The good news is when, when you get this booster shot of joy through the source Jesus Christ, he gives you something that is secure. There is nothing in this world that can ever take away the joy that he fills you with. No circumstance so great or so depressing or so bad or so miserable that your joy is gone. Nothing, he says, can take away that joy. And the reason is, is because Christ is the source of that joy. And it's secure. As I mentioned, surely there are some here this morning, maybe listening online, 
Oh, you're in circumstances right now in which something or someone or something is trying to steal your joy. And maybe they have. Maybe you've lost focus because of that, because that can happen when you're hurting. And this is Satan trying to take away the joy that you have in Christ, the joy that is with you and in you no matter what you're facing. I've mentioned to Kyle this week or last week, sometimes I'll hear as I'm listening to Shine, a song from an old church choir. And I, I just, in, in there there's a phrase, there ain't nothing going to steal my joy. <laughs> and I'll be singing it, and that's when people looking at you, driving by them in the car, and you're singing along. It's like, what's the matter with that guy? There's nothing that's going to steal my joy. There's nothing that's going to steal my joy, the old church choir sings. And that's what you've got to hold on to and grasp this morning and believe it. Just not listen to the music. But you can say, Lord, thank you. Even though I'm going through a tough time, even though I'm feeling pretty miserable, even though when someone asks me, how are you doing? And I say, well, I'm a little bit crabby. I'm a little bit upset with life. But nothing is going to take away my joy. And no one or no thing can ever take it away. Joy. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Now, how are you going to respond to this this morning? You always have a choice. Whenever you hear the word of God, you have a choice of how you're going to respond. And you can either go on, go on living in, in this miserable, sorrowful time that you're having, and you say, you know what? Don't anybody say Merry Christmas to me anymore this year. I'm not going to have a very Merry Christmas. I'm not going to have Happy Holidays. I'm not going to sing We Wish You a Merry Christmas. It ain't going to happen. You can either go on with that kind of attitude and ruin your holidays, and ruin, me. I say, other people's holidays as well. Or you can come to Christ and just be filled with this inexpressible, glorious, unspeakable joy. And for those of you who have it here, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You're able to present yourself still with joy even in the midst of sorrow. And for those of us who really understand this and are continue to mature in Christ, you're understanding that even during a time of difficulty and sorrow, it's not like I'm saying, oh no, I'm really happy all the time, joyful all the time in this. That's not what you're saying. The sorrows not, may not go away right away. You've got to go through the sorrow. But as you go through that time of sorrow, what you need to understand is you can still be joyful. How to be joyful in affliction. To rejoice always in every circumstance. You say, wow, how do you do that? Well, the only way you do that is when you find that kind of joy in Christ. You're not going to find it any other place. Stop looking in all the wrong places for the only place that joy can be found. And that's in relationship to Jesus Christ. Good news of great joy, the Bible says. A Savior is born who is Christ the Lord. He fills us with this inexpressible and glorious, this unspeakable joy. And nothing can take it away. Don't allow it. Nothing can take it away. And maybe this morning, the, the, the big challenge for some of us who've lost focus a little bit because of our pain and sorrow is you have an opportunity as Jesus invites you to come to himself. <laughs> you trade in that sorrow for the joy of the Lord. Trade it in. That doesn't mean it's going to be gone tomorrow. It's not mean it's going to be gone next week. But you trade it in. You're saying, Lord, I, I know I'm going to go through this difficult time. And I know 
even as uh, James says in James 1, right? How can I possibly consider it a joy when I go through trials? I never can. I only can because the source of my joy is Jesus Christ. And this morning as I leave, and you, you make this, this, this a prayer to God, this morning as I leave, Lord, as I go through this time of sorrow, I'm going to trade it in for the joy of the Lord. Forgive me that I've been just one lousy person to be around because all I've been doing is moaning, moaning and complaining to everyone I've come into contact with this Christmas season. Let me also take the next step and say, but you know what? I know what's going to get me through this. It's the joy of the Lord that comes through Jesus Christ. A Savior is born who is Christ the Lord, who is able to fill me with this inexpressible, glorious joy. And I can face every day into the end of this year and even as I enter the new year, secure with the joy that I have in Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for your word. Oh, there are so many here this morning. Some listening. It's a rough time this year. It's tough hearing Merry Christmas. It's tough and will be tough to hear Happy New Year. And we just need a booster shot of this joy again. We know it's in us for those of us who are in Christ, resurrected in us. Fill us again with your Holy Spirit that fills us with this joy that we so desperately need. Not that we can be happy and, and put on a fake face front when we're going through a difficult time. But that we can find joy even in the midst of the worst of sorrows. All because this child born in a major, this, this God-man child, all because he was born to save us from our sorrows, to deliver us from our sorrows, and to let us allow to live in the joy of the Lord, in whose name we pray, everyone said, amen.